Hey, welcome to the B Team Podcast. My name is Justin, and today I am here with Milos. The shit is full. <laughs> and uh, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Uh, yes, uh, we are going to be talking about It's a Wonderful Life, uh, the 1946 black and white, although it has been colorized, uh, but you have to watch it in the black and white. Um, to watch it in the black and white, man. It's just yeah, it's Christ- one of those Christmas movies. drama. Yeah, I mean, you know, this, this one, um, it was based on a short story, I guess, which I didn't realize. Um, uh, that was also loosely based on, like, a Christmas carol, but um, it's mostly, yeah, it's kind of an amalgamation of those things. But, uh, yeah, no, this this one's good. It's uh, directed by Capra, um, which uh, he's done uh, a few things, I think. Uh, let me go look in some of, the, some of his backstory. Um, yeah, he did, like, uh, It Happened One Night. Uh, Mr. Deeds Goes to Old Town. Uh, you Can't Take It With You. Uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. So a lot of those films back in the 40s, 30s and 40s. Um, but yeah, this this film was one that um, a lot of people didn't really like or care about or whatever. Um, it wasn't really a big movie um, back in the day. Uh, but then NBC got the rights to it. Um, and yeah, because it was, uh, the budget was one point, was $3.18 million and it only made $3.3 million. So technically the break-even point was $6 million and it didn't even get near that. Um, yeah, so this was kind of a bomb uh, when it came out, but nowadays it's considered one of the greatest films of all time and one of the best Christmas films of all time. Uh, like I was saying, it was because NBC got the rights to it and started airing it every year starting in the 70s, I believe. Um, around Christmas time, and so then it ended up just being a movie that everybody would watch at Christmas time. Um, and actually, I'll I'll start the uh, to where do we come to it thing. Uh, I actually first heard about it from a Batman the animated series episode. Uh, so Christmas with the Joker. That's the connection. <laughs> yeah, Chris Christmas with the Joker. Um, Bruce and Dick and Alfred are watching It's a Wonderful Life on tv and then um the joker breaks in because he's taken the uh tv channel um hostage and has uh the reporter um commissioner gordon and uh harvey bullock um all wrapped up in you know uh faking like they're uh like a family and stuff like that and so um yeah so they have a like little little Play there at the beginning about it's a wonderful life and stuff like that um yeah so that's where i first heard about it and i was like and i always wanted to watch it always wanted to watch it and then finally i ended up being able to watch it on tv one time and then um later on i went back to it i, I bought it on blu-ray and um you know i usually try to watch it every day. um yeah either on either on tv because nbc and usa network still show it in december most of the time um, I'm not quite sure if they if they've done it yet. Uh, I don't think they've done it yet this year. Um, as of when we recorded this, uh, which is on the 11th. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah. Anyway, um, how'd you come to it? Well, uh, 
mom and dad actually introduced me to it. Uh, mm. I think they saw it because it aired on TV a bunch of times mm-hmm. here. Like it, it's not a regular thing as in like, for example, Home Alone is on mm-hmm. like all six channels at some point in December. So you can like, we joke around, they can flip on any channel and you're probably going to see Home Alone some point throughout the day. Yeah, uh, yeah they used to play... Uh, it's Wonderful Life might be a Christmas thing, but they actually play it only on Christmas. But it was on TV. Oh, and oh like, like, like on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Christmas Day, actually. Oh, I think wow. it's a Christmas oh, wow. Day television movie for hmm. us. Uh, we don't watch much television just because it's like easier to get movies uh, differently now. You don't actually have to watch stuff on television, but it's you know like yeah. uh, uh, Vienna Philharmonic Orchestra does a example like a New Year's uh, concert every year. They do it on January first, mm-hmm. and that's like live televised here. So that's one yeah. of those things that you're always gonna watch on television. Uh, for example, just you know, it's a thing. Uh, it's a wonderful life, actually. Yeah, it airs on Christmas Day. It used to air, anyways, and that's mm. when we would watch it. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So, um, going back to when people can see it in America, if you're listening to this, which uh, we will be, this one will be coming out on uh, Thursday, uh, the fifteenth. So, if you're listening to this beforehand, um, it will be on Thursday, the fifteenth, um, in USA. Um, it's going to be on Bravo on the 17th, and then uh, on New Year's Eve, it will be on NBC. Um, so yeah. anyway, uh, this one stars uh, James Stewart, um, and Donna Reed as George Bailey and uh, Mary Hatch Bailey, um, and then uh, a bunch of other cast of characters that are in this one. Uh, let me. Hold on a second, let me get to the plot. This one I'm going to kind of breeze through, um, just because... Yeah, I think everybody knows the plot, of, and it's yeah. pretty simple, I yeah. guess, for all its yeah. complexity. So, despite despite what Josh says, because um, I think we said before that Josh does not consider this a Christmas movie, um, it does technically take place on Christmas Eve, 1945, in a city called Bedford Falls in New York. Um and the main character, George Bailey, is basically contemplating suicide uh, because of things that have happened in his life. Uh, and then we see um, uh, God talking with this angel Clarence who needs wings about going down and helping this boy. And then basically God tells Clarence um, the story of George Bailey's life, which goes back to when he was a kid and when he um, uh, lost his hearing um you know because he was trying to save his brother from drowning and um goes through with him helping his father at the um uh the bank and stuff like that and the building and loan and uh stuff like that and then we meet um uh mr potter who's trying to take over the uh you know the whole city uh and the whole town um you know it doesn't like the way that uh uh george's father runs uh his business um you know we see the uh we see the blossoming relationship between him and mary who uh it's a little bit of an age difference there um which i mean i guess really wasn't that uncommon back then um he's delayed yeah, this is 46 we're talking about so yeah he uh he delays going to college 
few times so that way his brother can go and he ends up helping on the building alone and you know kind of puts his dreams on hold he had all these dreams about going different places and stuff like that um but you know his life goes a different direction he ends up getting married to mary and they have kids and he ends up just basically setting roots in in bedford falls and um he continues the fight after his father passes away against mr potter and um you know he's got his uncle who's uh a little uh a little absent-minded um you know ends up losing some money from the bank i think it's about eight thousand dollars he loses um and then mr potter finds it but now he uses that and like holds it over george's head to try to get him to come to his job and he says oh i'm gonna call the authorities on you and so now george thinks that like he's gonna be arrested for like fraud and everything like that and um you know so he's freaking out um so he takes the car he goes to the bridge he uh wants to jump and then um he says you know um i wish i was never born or i wish i you know never existed did. And so then Clarence shows him a life where he never existed and shows how worse everybody else's life was without him, uh, which kind of goes into the whole uh, Christmas uh, carol thing. Um, and then, um, you know, he ends up going back after finding out all of the stuff and he gets a new lease on life. And, you know, he, he realizes that, you know, there is stuff to, to live for. And then you find out later on that the people in the town found out about the trouble and so ended up coming and like giving money so that way he can repay whatever that debt was and there you go so then oh, yeah, and then some clarence gets his then clarence gets his wings and and then some and um yeah so it all all works out in the end yeah yeah so um yeah so milo the ultimate uh, what if story you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, I, even I as a kid, when you're watching that, it's like, oh man, like you know, you kind of wish what it would be like if I wasn't here, and mm-hmm. you know, and then you actually seeing, you know, in George Bailey's life, what that would have looked like. Well, especially um, for, for people like us, because we, you know, we watch, you know, you know, uh, read comics, watch the movies, stuff like that, and you know, they always have like those out world things or what if things, and you always think. Oh, if I had done this, yeah. or if I had done that, it would be different. Or what if this happened instead of that happened? You know what I mean? Um, and you know, this this really does show you like uh, you know, the else world of of that society and stuff like that. So, but uh, yeah. So so what so what are your uh your basic thoughts on this one? Do you did you like uh James Stewart as George Bailey? You know, was there other acting things that came I, out? I like to point out that I think. Uh, this will be debatable to be basically anybody, I think, especially, even people in our group, especially those who don't even consider this a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. But when you take all of that aside, I think this is one of the most perfect movies ever made. I mm-hmm. don't think there's like one sequence in this movie that's out of place. Yeah. And for me, it's like one of the most uh enjoyable enjoyable movies to watch uh, i will never say no watching this movie i can literally just like binge it i don't even care and i would probably enjoy it every time through yeah it just like it's a perfect movie for me it's like everything's mm-hmm. in its place every like every minute detail you know just it just works this movie is like perfect 
Uh, no, I, I, I totally echo what you're saying. I love this movie. Um, it is uh, one of my top movies of all time, not just Christmas movies. Um, I do oh, yeah. put this one slightly. I do put this one slightly below um, uh, Die Hard, uh, just because I like Die Hard more than this one. But um, yeah, this is this is one of my favorite movies of all time, and uh, you know uh, I think it's in the top fifteen ish right now. Um, used to be in the top ten. I move some stuff around, but uh, yeah, this one's definitely in the top fifteen or twenty all time. Um, and uh, yeah, I you know it, the the story behind it. Uh, the what if about it, you know, um, you know, seeing this guy's life go from when he was a kid to now, and then you know when he finally realizes that you know um, that you know everybody in Bedford Falls is better with him as opposed to without him, because if there was no him, then there would be Mr. Potter taking everything over, and then yeah, Potterville and stuff like that, and everything like that. So, yeah, so yeah, so much. it's uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So and then uh, when you go his realization of like you know as after he goes through as when he's trying to you know nobody knows who he is and it's like he just understands oh, like how precious everything is and how you know yeah it's like not just he, what it's not just what the town would look like without him there where you know his young brother would have died and mm-hmm. you know what's his name would kill the kid with the, when he put poisons in the pill and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's like everything would be different. Yep, but and he also comes to the realization of like what, what his life would be like exactly. And then you know uh, how Mary was, and then Mary ended up just kind of like being like alone for the rest of her life and stuff like that. And um, uh, you know when uh, when he goes to the bar there and he's like, I don't know who you are. And if you're friends with him, then you're no friend of mine. Blah blah blah. blah. Like, exactly. You know, it, it's 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 really fun seeing that whole interaction with him and everybody and how nobody knows him. And, and the cops are like coming after him because they think he's some weird vagrant guy. And uh yeah, so um then when he goes back and when he's running through town, it's like, you know, I may get arrested, but like at least like he gets the realization of like what he would lose. Yep. If he were never born. Like that was like the you know, and then you have the old <clears throat> uh I think you put it in the, the dedication in the book that Clarence left for him. It's like, you know, no man is a failure if he has friends. Or family, mm-hmm. whatever it was, and it's like you see it, you know, when he and he's running through town and he knows he's gonna get arrested. He's just mm-hmm. wearing Merry Christmas tree, Merry Christmas, Brent, for you know, and it's like everybody's like, Oh, Merry Christmas, because the whole town knows him, you know, yeah. Merry Christmas, building it alone, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you I mean, know? I think this is like one of the quintessential Christmas movies because, once again, like, sure, yeah. the whole thing. Um, technically takes place on Christmas Eve because, um, like, like it's Christmas Eve and the uh, and Clarence is being told his life, even though like it's essentially all flashbacks. But, um, you know, it, it definitely shows you the whole point of Christmas. Shows you like what the meaning of Christmas is. Um, shows you that it's not all about like the money and this and that. You know, as long as you have people that love you and stuff like that, and people who care about you. You know, that's really all you really need in life. I mean, yeah, it would be nice to have money, but... <laughs> yeah, and then you, 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 which you actually also yeah, see through yeah. the movie when he has the whole thing at the store where he wishes on a million yeah. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes through that. He's like, ooh, I wish I had a million bucks. 
but as but as you're watching it though and you see like it is kind of like disheartening at times where like you see him like lose out on things like he can't go take his trip around the world like he wanted to or he can't go to college when he wanted to or you know stuff like that and and you see him lose out on things because he had to give up things to other people um you know i mean it is disheartening and you can tell how this guy got to where he was but you know now he has this realization of well those things didn't happen then you wouldn't be where you are you know and you know you could even do a what if on like what if he you know didn't you know start working at the building alone or whatever and he did go to college and he did and stuff like that building alone probably wouldn't have been there and stuff like that and all that other kind of stuff so yeah yeah it's kind of it kind of kind of just shows I mean, that it's like, a perfect the story movie. Yeah. like for me it's actually you know like I said, there's never a time where I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a Christmas movie for me. It's always gonna be a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, it's just perfection put on screen, basically. I think every sequence, every of this movie actually fits together, actually works, and it just mm-hmm. and it's one of those movies where you can you know you can identify yourself with certain things, but at the same time you can look at that and kind of mimic and mirror that into your life and then you know he has that like you know he, once he became once he realized what he lost and once he became grateful for what he had like mm-hmm. you know then you have the whole ending when he comes back and it's like doesn't really matter and like that's something yeah. you can always mimic and mirror into your life you know it's like am i being grateful for stuff it's one of those like you know he, he can knock you down to earth type of movies yeah and I mean, you know, and, and I think it is one of those, like, uh, you know, I mean, the callbacks are there. The writing is there. I mean, I can't really find any faults in the writing. I, I don't know if it's a perfect script, but it's as perfect as, perfect as you can get to a perfect yeah. script. Yeah. And, um, you know, just like a lot of movies we watch, you know, Back to the Future is in that category. This is in that category. Die Hard is in that category. You know, there's just, you know, the callbacks and everything. I mean, there's a, a few other the movies we we haven't gotten to yet that probably fit that category um but yeah uh you know it's 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 just it's just a fantastic movie it really boils down what the point of the season is um you know i really like uh the whole relationship between him and mary um you know and and uh the funny part uh funny scene with them uh dancing at that school dance or whatever yeah. and the pool the pool is watching us yep. Yeah, <laughs> and like as it as they're almost falling into the pool, all those times, and you're like ah ah, and then finally they all fall into the pool or whatever. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, and then they start jumping in just because you know, yeah, and it's like yeah, and then he's like, even something that was supposed to embarrass them ended up bring everybody together. So it's yeah, and he's like, you want the moon, Mary? I'll get you the moon. Throw you the last one. I'll bring you the moon. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, it's a it's it's a fun, touching story. It's a heartfelt story. It's one that I like watching every year. Obviously, you like watching it every year. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's I I don't really know what else to say about it. It's uh you know obviously we don't have like money. Well, I mean we did kind of have money figures on it, but um you know it's one of those movies that ended up yeah. finding itself later on, which a lot Way of way after are, exactly. Yeah, you know there there are movies that you know come out well received that you know when they first count and then after a while it just kind of becomes like traditions or something like that and 
um, you know, it ends up becoming part of the consciousness and part of, you know, everybody watching things. And I mean, who knows what they were thinking of back in the 40s where, like, nobody wanted to see it and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, it was it was right around the end of World War Two, so maybe people weren't in the, uh, you know, maybe people weren't interested in seeing this kind of movie then. But um, yeah, know. but it really came into its own through you know yeah. on television pretty much every year. Yeah. I mean, people probably who knows maybe they didn't have the money to go see it because of you know being yeah. like the war the war effort and stuff like that and everything kind of being whatever it was you know. Um, but yeah, this one, uh, Casablanca, which is another one I don't think we've done yet, but that's one that I watch. Uh, that's my weird Thanksgiving double feature that I do every year. Uh, and, um, yeah. Uh, uh, Casablanca and um, uh, Casino Royale is <laughs> my weird uh, Thanksgiving <laughs> double feature. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, that that's another one that's probably perfect from begin to end. Um, yeah, you know it's. It's just it's just a good movie, and I mean I don't know really what else to say about it. Um, I think we've I think we've said what we said about it, and uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm sure everybody who's watching this has enjoyed it in their lives, and I mean listening to this has enjoyed it in their lives, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I think my dog is it all, where she's uh, starting to bark, so. <laughs> <laughs> Stop going on, my yeah. mom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So thank you guys for joining us on this episode, and we will be back tomorrow with another Advent Calendar Pod. Hopefully, you guys have been enjoying this. Um, seems like we're doing pretty good on the on the plays and stuff like that. You know, so um, seems like somebody somebody's out there listening to these. So um, yeah. Well, that's so, good uh, to know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so at least we're not wasting our time doing this. So uh, yeah, so I'm glad uh, glad we were able to do this one, and uh, we'll be back for the next one tomorrow. Yeah.